Hello, hello, hello once again, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Inflatable Mimosas. As always, I'm Sam. Uh, I'm I'm joined here today by the one and only co-host, Trevor. Say hi to the people, Trevor. (laughs) Uh, Today's... Today's a pretty special episode. We brought a, a pretty pretty amazing guest on today. Um, a lot of you in, in in the inner circle of listeners know him, so you'll be pretty excited to listen to this one. Uh, we brought on my boy, UTK, uh, some crazy science, neuroscience graduate major. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a man of finer things, uh, Tucker. Thank you, thank you for having me. I'm I'm really excited to be here, man. All right, yeah, I'm glad we're gonna have a bunch of bunch of different people, but I'm glad I'm glad you were the first. So well, today's episode, we put a lot of effort in. All three of us did. Uh, once again, pulling them late nights, compiling lists of different different characters and things like that. Today's episode, we are gonna be drafting and ranking sci-fi and fantasy movie book and game characters so we have put together a ranking criteria um and then put together a list of about a hundred different characters and uh to say this was hard is is an understatement because we're all three pretty huge nerds and we all love good character development and good characters and that's something fantasy and sci-fi does the best so we I'm going to explain the ranking criteria here, and then we are going to start this draft. So the ranking criteria goes as follows. It's on a 1 to 10 scale, and each character is going to be ranked on, number one, prevalence in the story, or how critical they are to the plot, right? So obviously main characters in stories are going to get a, a bit of an advantage right if the story's based around them then they'll get you know full marks or close to full marks um but for example if there was a character in the story that we think could probably do what the main character did and still get the job done then they may not get full points or you know things like that so it's it's all open discussion style right but that's the number one criteria prevalence the story and how critical they are to the plot number 2 is relative strength power and fighting ability right and this is important because relative some people use magic right or some people use necromancy whatever um you know whatever whatever the case being some people just they some people are brute strength right that's not how the plot designed them etc whatever number three is going to be battle iq intellect and just overall skill right so like essentially how honed to the craft are they um, are they just innately powerful or is it someone who's trained for years, years, and years, 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 right? Things like that, right? <clears throat> Number four, adaptability and versatility, right? So this one is, is going to kind of be directly linked to the plot of the movie and what they overcame and how they handled each situation. So like, for example, you say you got Hercules who pretty much just solved every issue he ever had with beating the shit out of something. Right. <laughs> not very adaptable, not super versatile. Um, so, you know, I, mean, I think maybe he would lack in that that department. Right. D- that's just for example. Um, and lastly, Riz or Swagger 
or you know smoothness right because in every fantasy movie there's a love interest and you know we, we got to talk about that 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 counts for something you know if they wiped up you know the nicest looking gal out there uh in in middle earth or whatever the case is so we we will be giving points for riz today arguably the most important category of the five that's sure. true yep 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 it's like charisma and dungeons and dragon right you can avoid all fights and everything if the dm will let you by rolling high charisma <clears throat> so but not with you two <laughs> nope he's like, no <laughs> like to fight shit all right so with tucker being the the guest this uh this episode we're gonna have him start the draft off and we're gonna go round robin so he's gonna go first trevor will go second i'll go third and we're going to start off with our sci-fi picks. And so the way this is going to work, like I said earlier, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, th- we're each going to get three picks. And so those three picks, we're going to start ranking each one individually and then collect. And this is collective. I, I, you can't just come across and be like, oh, yeah, he's all tens across the board. We're going to all collectively decide on the rankings so it's fair and it's unbiased. And then at the very end, whoever has the highest rated team is going to win. The losers are going to have their identity stolen, right? We're going to drop a link, drop their social security numbers, the whole nine. (laughs) (laughs) I got mine ready, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, with that, with that, with all that being said, the ground rules laid. Tucker is the guest, so he will be going first. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2023 draft is here. Greatest sci-fi characters. Tucker, the tantalizing, chooses. Oh, we're going down. Right. Like you said, this was a tough one. You know, narrowing narrowing it down to three top picks from a list as large as this. And just uh, important to note, I think, that we excluded cartoon and anime characters from the lists. We excluded, for, yeah. And Disney and Marvel. the need of, yeah, correct. Not we excluded a lot. Yeah. Just to narrow it down. But my first pick, I think everyone who's ever been a fan of video games in their life, or even if you're not, anybody that grew up I in our generation knows this one. Here it is. It is Master Chief yeah. from the Halo series. You and bitch. the absolute goat. You bitch. All right. Master Chief. <clears throat> I I'm not I, I'm mad because he's obviously on everybody's list, right? Whoever whoever you're whoever you are, Master Chief is somewhere on your list. Number one pick. It's it's the safe pick, in my opinion. It's it's the safe pick. I don't know that there's any sort of ingenuity behind this pick but the good news is we're not giving points for ingenuity here that's right that's right i'm protecting my identity with this pick (laughs) (laughs) all right all right so let's fire it off so tucker's gonna rate first so we're this is all open discussion i want to tucker tell me how you think master chief fares in the prevalence to the story and how critical they are to the plot of the Halo series. 100%. In prevalence in the story, this man is on, he's the poster boy of every single movie, book, 
uh, game on the cover of everything. Like he Boom. is the Pikachu to Pokemon but of Halo. There's one game he's not. Halo there, Reach, there are some spin-offs. Which is the best Halo game. Uh, Halo Reach did really, really well, and there's plenty of books not about Master Chief. Yeah. Now my my argument for what you're talking about. I want to ask you this question. I'm going to ask this question for all of them. <clears throat> is there a character that could have done what Master Chief did? I I don't think there is. I think you'd have I to don't go think into think anybody can live up to the power and strength and just security you feel when Master Chief shows up on that battlefield when you're when you're pinned down you're being fired on by thousands of alien soldiers. But Master Chief think, shows up and just of waves too. of safety blow. I, that being I, said, Halo is a massive series with thousands of different characters and thousands yeah. of different stories and overarching plots. So I, what, what, I don't think four, he gets a ton. Was it four that had the two teams? It was uh, Master Chief's team and then the other team? Was, I, yeah, which I, one was that? I, 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 I believe it's four. Yeah, I, I mean that oh, one kind of puts it in perspective. Like they're all pretty much on the equal same level as Master Chief. Like they are the best of the best on the. Spartan I wouldn't. Team. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that they're all on the same level. But there's definitely plenty of Spartans. Here why? Yeah, here's 100%. why I don't think Master Chief is as indispensable as you think he is. Master Chief was the first test subject of a project that was being ran with Cortana right in ai he just so happened to be a really good spartan at the time and happened to be in a situation that allowed him to become the first test subject for cortana i think if we had a different spartan that had this test done on them that there's a good chance we would have gotten a very similar character uh, as Master Chief was. And that's not to say that they would have made all the same calls Master Chief did, because, yeah. you know, Master Chief, as far as making calls go, is... That's part of the battle IQ and intellect. Yeah, that's, that's, he's got big battle sure. IQ, for it, sure. It's a great yeah. point. Master Chief is just as much important as Cortana is. Cortana made him the yeah. powerful Spartan that he is. Right. Right, right, right. So I think on a base level, he, he's just a really good Spartan, and there's plenty of really good Spartans. 100%. And so, with, with those being factored into my decision, I think I'm going to bump down my initial rating a little bit, and I'm going to go prevalence in the story, 6 out of 10. I can agree with that. I can agree with the main character. He's the poster boy. I was going to say, in in honor of fairness, I think we could go seven. He yeah. does have a he does have a backstory that involves well, he, his parents he, he, and the he planet that he was, came yeah. from, and so there's there is more there to him. I mean, this is all this happened. Some of the stuff happened to him as a child. That's why he's able yeah. to uh, sync with Cortana the way he is, uh, or some of it. So I would I would be as generous to say probably seven. I like yeah. that. I think. I think we're all in agreement. Seven out of ten there, which is pretty strong. But you know, he's not the only person that could have gotten the job done. And uh, I think it was Halo Five. He always he's sleeping cryo in space outside of the war for years, and it's not like 
It's not like Earth fell changed, yeah. without him there, you know? Yeah. yeah. They still put on a, a nice fight. So next, we're going to go relative strength, power, and fight ability. Ma- no. Master Chief is carnage in a mech suit. <laughs> all right? Homie knows how to slay some aliens and... and um, Blow shit up. D- dismantle entire ships, take down yeah. entire armies. Yeah, He's very good the, uh, so when it comes to power. Extremely good at this slaying. I, I will tell you this, though. Just like Trevor said in Halo 4, these teams of Spartans are all very good at that. Yeah. They're all very, very good at destroying shit. Now, I do think that Master Chief specifically took on, I think it's the Tide. Is that what they called it? You know, the 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 zombie-looking oh. motherfuckers, whatever they're... The Flood. The Flood. flood, flood yeah. The Flood. I think... I think Master Chief did an exceptional job against the flood that a lot of Spartans probably would have either fucking lost their mind over. Yeah. Because the flood actually infected the Spartan mind, which is a big reason that they they were having such a hard time handling the flood. Um, yeah, that's a great point. I think the majority of Master Chief's fighting capabilities more come from that tacticalness, the battle you know, tactical IQ. awareness. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna have Dumber. to give him a nine on that. As far as raw strength goes, he does draw his power from you know a mechanized suit, a shields. Um, right, a lot of know. technology. Yeah. So, but that's I'm, part of I'm, the character, though. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna say strength. I'll let you say it, and I'll, I'll tell you where I'm at. I being that he draws his power from other things and is not innately powerful, I was thinking about a 7 or a 6 out of 10 for this one as well. I think 6 out of 10 lands perfect. Yeah. Agreed. I think 6 out of 10 lands perfect. So far, we haven't hit anything outrageous. <clears throat> I'm, I'm cool with a 6 out of 10. Yeah, like he's not leveling planets or you know doing any other crazy shit that other people in sci-fi movies are capable of. But he well, he just can definitely ask, blow some shit pers- up. Yeah, in perspective to him, not you know we're not going to compare to other sci-fi movies, but in perspective to his his uh, you know his universe. So six for strength, battle IQ. This no, this, this is, is where he this is the one right here. Hundred percent. This is a no doubt, no argument for me. Ten out of ten. This man is goaded. You could say maybe without Cortana, it wouldn't be a ten out of ten. But I'm I'm assuming Cortana's he has Cortana. Yeah. And with that AI ability to make calculations instantly in the battlefield, make you know on top of his personal soldier IQ <sighs> and tactical battle intellect, this man is the goat. Strong. 10 out of 10 is a and lot. I so are you adding the AI? Because if you're adding the AI, then you need to add the suit to the strength. I, no, it, I wouldn't add the, the strength. Suit. I still added 6 out of 10. Just because, you know, he's fighting aliens that have, like, giant laser beams of death. You have the halo rings. Right. There, there, there are, are aliens a lot of throwing him around like a... Destructive like a fucking, powers in that yeah. universe, for sure. Arbiter would, was throwing Chief around like a fucking redheaded stepchild, like... The yeah, aliens what I'm saying are is like, you're saying you're, well, I know, but what you're saying is like you're adding Cortana to his battle IQ, which Cortana is a separate character. No, nah, Cortana, Cortana through the entire campaign is with Chief, with the exception of like a, a little bit of Halo 3. Like he has to go get her back. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. He's, I feel Cortana's like Cortana what is makes with, Chief Chief. Yeah. 
So does his suit, is what I'm saying. That's my his argument. Suit, his suit is just a regular Spartan suit. There's nothing special about his suit that Cortana does to the suit. And even right. with the Spartan suit, I still think he's less powerful than a lot of other characters. That's why we gave him a six. Too. That's why we gave him a six right. for strength, because he's as strong as really just any other Spartan. I mean, I think his battle IQ without Cortana is still like a six or seven, possibly an eight. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. I think Cortana. If you add Cortana, it'd be a nine or ten. But it's, I think he yeah. sits at an eight for his battle IQ because he does do shit without Cortana. Is it reckless? A little bit, but he gets the job done. A hundred percent. I am including Cortana, and I'm giving him a ten out of ten with Cortana. <sighs> eight out of ten without Cortana because he's still he's still a super soldier. He still makes great decisions. You know, he's basically commander on the battlefield. It's what he was born, trained, and bred for. So we think eight and a half then? What are you thinking, Sam? <laughs> ten out of ten is crazy, bro. Yeah. Ten out of ten is crazy. But if there's anybody who's gonna get a ten out of ten for battle IQ, it's Chief. And and the reason be. being is you gotta think, Cortana is is yes, pretty pretty OP OP, but he himself through the situation, it's not like Cortana controlled the suit, right? He himself still controlled the suit and made calls that Cortana didn't agree with all of the time and still managed to survive the flood and the initial invasion and destroying the Halo ring and fucking whatever else has always been thrown at Master Chief. So I think I don't want to give ten to you, but I think, I think he deserves like a like a nine point five. I don't want to give anybody a ten. Understandable. Ten ten's big on the scale. I get you. I don't want to give anybody a ten. I'm. I'll be. I will settle at nine point five. I think that's reasonable. I got you. Okay. Are we Are we cool with that, Trevor? How do you feel about that? I'm still thinking eight, eight or nine. Eight and a half nine, with Cortana. With Cortana, then a nine. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah we're doing we're doing with Cortana. with Cortana. Then I'm saying nine, so that's my vote. But I will record that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Here's another one that Chief is extremely. <laughs> You're going to hate me on this one. <laughs> Adap- oh, yeah? Adaptability and versatility. How well did Chief adapt? to his situations, surroundings, and and just overall happenings, right? So let's right, talk about this a little bit. Correction here. You're going to hit me on the next one. This one, I'm probably going to agree with most of this. Uh, I think this is similar to Battle Intellect and Skill in the sense that mm-hmm. he's, ve- he's very, very high up on the scale. This man can oh, utilize yeah. any weapon. You could argue that Cortana helps him, you know, understand the technology, but you could throw this man into any universe, any place, and he would be able to figure out what to do, how to work things almost instantly. Yeah, like, I, I, I agree with you. He's got a certain level, level of adaptability that's just... I, this is what I think separates him from normal Spartan. Like him himself, like his human self, I believe his adaptability and versatility out in the field separates him from a normal Spartan and makes him Master Chief. This is what I believe. Oh, yeah. 100%. So 
that being said, like you said, you can drop him anywhere. I mean, we've seen this man stab fucking aliens in the face with metal rods. Like he just anything in yep. his hands is a weapon. Man is the um, John Wick of sci-fi. Yeah, he he truly is. He's a, an absolute fiend on the battlefield. I'm gonna say, yeah. Oh man, I hate to give you this because. That's crazy, but I am arguing at Master least such a, a nine good out pick. of ten. Yeah, such a good he's pick. strong. We're starting off real strong. Right Damn. Now. Yeah, I think I think nine is fair. I think nine is fair. As much as I hate to say that, yeah, I think nine for versatility and adaptability is fair. Okay, so now okay. we get down to the the good stuff. <laughs> All right. 20 minutes next, later. <laughs> next, next criteria here. Next criteria here. This is why we this is why I had to cut it down to three guys. We we originally wanted to do five, but we knew this was gonna take a long time. So this may be a long episode, yeah. Yeah, this this probably will be a, a long episode. Um last category for ranking Master Chief Briz, right? Overall overall smoothness, appeal to the ladies. Um, just that general swagger, that je ne sais quoi feel. Um, you, this is a hot take. I think Master Chief fumbles in Riz. I had a feeling this was going to be a controversial one because <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought so, and I a hundred percent disagree. I'm with you in the fact that he fumbles and he's not, you know, he has basically no emotions from the Spartan training and all of that, but he has that just like that safety and security, like he just emanates it, that draws women There's that macho man appeal. There's that macho man appeal that he brings just from being him. I just want to point out the one thing that just fucking kills it for me. Because like, if it wasn't for this, he would be easily in the eights to nines. His fucking suit, basic as hell, ugly ass fucking military green. Like, there's so many cooler looking Spartans. You know what I'm saying? I like, think the suit blue, is iconic. Absolutely, well, of course yeah. it's I iconic. It is now. But it that is being now, said, but... you know, you do never see his face. You know, tough to pull yeah, a shoddy without cool. showing your nope, face. Nope, but nope. now in the Halo TV series, you do see his face. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But he's we're like, not going to talk about sensei, that. though. You know what I mean? We're like, not happy. The Halo TV series is not that bad. You, you need to relax. <laughs> there's relax. something about. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about the mystique behind like hiding your face and not being able to see it that I think bumps that you know that mysteriousness Damn, of like that's a good who is he underneath you're that right. armor I want to I want to take that's, that armor off and argument. find out that's who's underneath you know I can't I can't I want to melt him. that iron steel heart of this guy so <laughs> with that all being factored in he fumbles a lot not He's good with emotional conversations yeah. he ain't got the lines you know but I think just raw emanating, just pure macho man, suave. I'm gonna give him a six point five out of ten. Six is generous. 
Six is generous. <laughs> Six is generous. Are y'all thinking more to... like four or five? What are we talking about? I'm yeah, thinking like five thinking? maximum. Yeah, I was thinking and five this max. Is, okay. This is mainly because throughout the entire series, I think a homie has dialogue that consists of like 300 words. Like he just like, I'm giving him a five because he's got the macho man, suave, riz, the safety, security, the feeling that, you know, people want, and also the mysterious side of the helmet that, you know, like, we don't know what he looks like. I bet he's hot. Like, leaving it up to the imagination. You know his muscles are just rippling underneath that suit, dude. So I I have to give it a six, I think. I mean, a five. It's close. Five out of ten. Damn. It's... I understand. Maybe, I figured there's going to be some controversy. Maybe six. Trevor? If you I'm, going, I'm going five, man. I'm going five. What is that? It's fucking reasonable. Master Chief, bro. It's Master Chief. It's Master Chief, you know? I'm not saying... He has the Riz unintentionally, so it's not fair. Like, he could walk into a bar and everybody knows who he is. That's another... Okay. Recognition, yeah, yeah. His, his, his infamy alone brings another status of Riz that we haven't talked about. After defeating the the aliens after the invasion and the flood, Master Chief is pulling any woman who knows him by name, right? Absolutely. This man could walk into any bar and just yell out loud, be like, who wants to fuck? And you get every hand, male, female, alien, every species raising their hand, Doug, for that opportunity, that chance. He just, he has that infamy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Trevor, are you still at a five? I'm still at a five, man. Understand. He doesn't have the Riz to me, bro. There's that's, other characters who shit on him on Riz. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. We got to take into account other people with real Riz. We can't set the standard for Riz too high. And we can disagree. We don't have to come to a consensus on scores. If we okay. disagree, I will okay. average the three scores between us to come up with the score for that criteria. Can, can, I just want to like, I want someone to actually like count exactly how many words he has said. Because I, I, I'm really curious. It's not a lot. It's, you <laughs> could probably like write it on words, one like, piece of paper. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Uh, yeah. Let Cortana, you there? <laughs> you know, Cortana. like, I want to know if someone has actually sat down and count how many words he has said in the video games. Yeah. What are you, you wearing? Know? Uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Imagine the pillow talk this man would send. Uh. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Five for Riz. Averaging the scores, the Master one. Chief. Should should I reveal them right now for each character as they come? Um, let's yeah. Go ahead. Okay. He comes out total between the five criteria comes out to a seven point four out of ten. Okay, that's solid. That's solid. That's solid. That's yeah. Solid. Ranking. That's solid. I agree. That's solid. Because yeah. you got to remember, this is sci-fi, and sci-fi. There's some pretty fucking characters in this, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah, yeah, yeah. of, who is our second pick in the round, Rob? This is going to Trevor. Now, I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I'm a little, t- I, 
I'm not sure where Trevor would lean. I knew you were going Master Chief. And that's fair. That's a good pick. All around strong pick. I mean, he he's getting carried in battle IQ and adaptability, which is something that is is great. So, all right, Trevor, let me hear it. Let me hear it. I'm gonna blow y'all's minds with this one. Okay. This is my sleeper. Okay, yeah. Glenn Ree from The Walking Dead. What? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Is that the guy with the baseball bat? No, it's Glenn. He's the one who gets his head smashed in by the baseball bat. Oh, the uh, <laughs> spoiler alert! Asian, sorry, Asian joke. The Asian joke. Yeah. You haven't watched spoiler. Walking Dead <laughs> or read the comics, you know? Okay, okay, bro. Okay. I sat there and I went through the list, right? And I was like, man, like all these guys are really good characters, and and females are really good characters, and I just sat down and thought about it, and I was like, man, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Is such a fucking badass. I, you know, I'm I mean, his, probably gonna have to stay a little bit out of this one. <laughs> I've well, seen yeah. The Walking Dead. I've watched all the way to where Glenn Glenn dies. Yeah. I don't think there's anything too extraordinary about Glenn. Okay. We're, we're gonna have to hear but some solid write. arguments for a character that dies part way through a series. Yeah, not part way. He died bring... in season seven, and there's eleven seasons. Okay, so don't don't start with that. I mean, he made it about two thirds of the way through. I'll give him that. <laughs> Bro, he's OG from season one, my guy. Okay, so I'd say I mean that's got to give him some good points as far we're as gonna go, prevalence we're gonna start in the series. Yeah, we're gonna start with prevalence. It's kind of hard to base anybody on this one from the show because it's so like every character is dependent pretty much on every other character. Right. But he is a main character in the story. Like even in the comic books, he's like one of the main characters, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these characters are brought in, made up, or you know, changed. You know, prevalence for the story, I'm gonna have to go if I'm gonna rate it, I'd probably give him a five. Because Rick, Rick is like the main character. He's the most like prevalent to the story. And I'd give even Rick like a seven, you know what I'm saying? So like, because like, you know, Glenn does a lot of stuff in the show. Like, I, it's so hard to even just like list a lot of the crap that he, you know, did in the show. But I'm going to sure. go with a five on the prevalence of the story, you know? Interesting. Not, not, not starting off I'd say too as, strong. I'd but... say as low as a four on the prevalence. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And this is to somewhat help your case. It, was there any... Sp- so, in an apocalyptic world, you're almost always rated by your ability to do certain things. And that's where his stats come in later on the adaptability battle. That's where it's gonna. That's where his strengths well, are. Gonna aside from adaptability, was Glenn a mechanic? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, like what was Glenn doing? Like, did he have any abilities? Like, was he a carpenter, mechanic? Did he have anything? I'm trying to remember as well because it's been he, a long. He was time. like the uh, the supply runner. For the base, yeah, he was like the number one. Managed a lot of the stuff going on in the backgrounds. You know, just kept everything moving, everything flowing. I feel like, yeah. Funny enough, pretty apocalyptic. Glenn was a pizza delivery boy after graduating. Was that's right? (laughs) 
So yeah, he is the main supply runner for the Atlanta Survivor Camp. That's being a supply runner makes sense, right? He, he's quick, in and out, quiet. Only all traits you want in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I would. For him to be main supply runner is good. He was pretty much was, fearless. He's, but we're on the prevalence of the story, though. Well, he's definitely. I think that makes him definitely integral to the operation of like men versus. Yeah, you're zombies, right. Okay. You know? Yeah, you're right. So I'd probably give him more of seven to eight. I was thinking seven out of ten. Yeah. As well, just because, like you said, The Walking Dead is a series in which there's so many different characters and not yeah. necessarily one main protagonist. There's a lot of equal parties. And his character development also helps as well. So I'd say I'd, I'd agree with you, seven or seven and a half, somewhere in that range. Oh, wait, yeah. what, for prevalence? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's a six. I was going to give you a bump up from five. <laughs> I'm not going to give you 7.5. I mean, again, let's be honest. Somebody else can do the supply runs, goddammit. But as good I mean, as him. I mean, getting it done? I mean, he, it's not like he went alone all the time. Didn't he go with Maggie half the time anyways? I mean, they went out in different groups, I think, for the most part. I'm the maximum I'm gonna give him for prevalence to story is a six. Okay. I think I think that's reasonable. But moving on to relative strength, power, fighting ability. I At first he was very low. But as the series right. went on, he you know, got better at it. Yeah, he got he got battle hardened oh, through yeah. the Real story for quick. sure. He definitely did get battle hardened through the story, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chop his legs off. But I, <laughs> I think if we're talking compared to like Daryl and Rick, and, well, yeah, but you know, and freaking actual killing ability, Michonne, you know? yeah, like you you gotta. I, I'm sitting between five and six. I'll give him. He was thinking I'll give him a little five. bit lower, just I'll because he. He strikes me as the kind of guy who would run away. You know, he uses his mind to use That's his, the thing. his That's strategy. The thing. You know, he's, he's not very... walking in with a with a morning star just smashing zombies in the face. He is smart, but he's also extremely courageous. He I don't think in in the show he ever ran away. No. I think oh. he was pretty much... they ran away as in a group as they ran away, and he was still fighting as they left. Right. He he was definitely not a coward. He like he, there, there's this one scene that really gets me where they're in the mall and they're stuck in the turn dial and um, the zombies are surrounded and he that one kid sacrificed himself so Glenn could survive like that. Like Glenn sat there and watched it, bro. I'm saying like his strength, his power, his fighting ability, he's there. He doesn't want to leave, you know. So I'm sitting like yeah, five I think or six, that, man. That will argument his points up for me a bit too. I I think I'm okay with a five out of ten. You know, he's not an he doesn't he doesn't stand out in physical strength, but he's also not completely useless or anything like that. Yeah, so just he, average five out of ten. We're all uh, good. All right, yeah. All right. Battle IQ, intellect, and skill. I feel like this might be where he thrives the most. That in the next category, but I'm gonna I'm slinging a hard eight on this one. Hard eight. I cannot agree with that, my friend. That is absolutely unbelievable let's 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 take a step back and look at the actual <laughs> show right 
the person coming up with all of the plans, or 90% of the plans was Rick anyways. But when it wasn't, it sure wasn't Glenn. I don't but you're think thinking Glenn, of ultimate plans. I'm talking about individual IQ, intellect, and skill. Like I mean, his... he was a pizza delivery guy. Like what? It's not like he had. It, it, he wasn't That's a scholar by any very, means. Yeah, very little experience in battle. Moving in, definitely got battle hardened throughout the series, but quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will get like there. I'm by just the saying, time it's he not died, eight. I'm giving him a hard eight. By the time he died, you're giving. I'm him a giving hard him a hard eight. eight. Yeah. I can't do that. I mean, you can give me the hard eight. That's fine. I, I don't agree with that. I think throughout the series, a big reason why a lot of those characters lived was because Rick was constantly planning and Michonne was constantly just fucking bad shit, murdering everything. Even, I mean, fuck, even Maggie was a better, like, him and him, Daryl and Maggie were better planners and. I guess just I, I just I think you need to go back and rewatch it, man. I think you're not giving him the credit he needs, but that's just my opinion. I, I think I'm gonna have to agree with Sam here. I think there's other characters in the same storyline that outshine him in battle IQ and intellect and skill. By a good margin. By a good margin. I'm not saying he's bad. I just don't think he's eight worthy. Eight's high. I'm leaning more towards like a six out of ten for this one. I'm leaning a six out of ten as well. I'm leaning a six out of ten. I do think he's smarter than the average apocalypse <laughs> apocalypse contestant, but I, I do think that it's not it's not an eight. Anyone that survives the initial zombie wave deserves at least like a five, you know. Yeah, big facts, big facts. <clears throat> so you'll average from eight to six. So you'll average what? Yeah. Like Six point eight or something. Exactly. exactly. Adaptability and versatility. This is big. This is 100%, 100%. big. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. This is strong for him. This is big. He is shifty, quick. I'm, I'm always him another eight. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna contest that. He's shifty. He's quick. He's always there for the backup. Yeah. He. Like you said, he's he's he he got battle hardened from being a pizza delivery guy. He got battle hardened extremely quick. He got intelligent about what to do and what not to do in the apocalypse extremely quick. So as far as being adaptable, he I mean, we're talking about someone who probably started. I mean, he's like least likely candidate level. You know what I mean? Like pizza delivery boy to making it fucking what fifteen years through the apocalypse or however long they made it uh, through the apocalypse. Yeah, I don't remember how long it was. A yeah, long just ass the time. Sheer amount of improvement demonstrated throughout the series is yeah. His ability to adapt demonstrates that. I think eight's. I think eight's good. I think eight's right where i'd want to be maybe even 8.5 i was i was also thinking 8.5 i think this is definitely his strongest quality and uh i think 8.5 is a solid give okay 8.5 and we know the man's got the riz oh. <laughs> i mean he pulled oh. maggie for fuck's sake oh. we, we know the man's got the riz we know the man <laughs> he yeah yeah i mean what's the what more is there to say He's the man. We gotta, who... we gotta rank the Riz, though. That's the thing. 
tough. Riz in an apocalypse, huh? So here, here's here's the only thing that's going against him when it comes to Riz. It's not exactly a lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but compared to Rick on that on that in that well, scene, Rick no. was always Rick was always hung up on his wife, and then I think and then Michonne, right? In yeah. that same node, though, an apocalypse might be one of the most difficult environments to pull some business. Yeah, yeah. But and I the think... fact that he still did, despite, you know, the stress, the trauma, the, you know, everything where people aren't really thinking about stuff like that, and he can still pull. I don't I don't know. I think that bumps it up a little bit for him. Does this make it an eight for Riz? I'd I'd say that, yeah. Eight out of ten. I'm I'm I think that's I think that's good. An eight out of ten for Glenn Ree from The Walking Dead on Riz. Who'd have thought? He might not be the strongest. He might not be the smartest, but that man can pull. He got that Riz. <laughs> he right. he got that Riz. Okay, okay. That's fine. I'm. I think we're all consistent. Uh, consensus here. Eight out of ten is is where Glenn will. Yeah. Land on the risk. <clears throat> okay. Now, for the best pick, best first round draft pick of the season here, Tucker. You went with Master Chief. You went with Glenn Ree. I have to go with Optimus Prime. What a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, if you had said Darth Vader, I would have said, get the fuck out of here. He already wins. We already know that. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're Optimus gonna keep Prime this... is a good one. I, I, I don't I'm not a fan of the obvious ones, right? Yeah. Optimus Prime is Without a doubt, the greatest character in that franchise, one of the most well-known characters of any sci-fi franchise, hands down, right? Now, let's rank them prevalence in the story, right? And and for all intents and purposes, everyone, we're gonna go by the most recent movies and and the and the cartoon. We don't want to go by the cartoons, but my knowledge is definitely stemming from the Shia LaBeouf. Yes, movies. yes. Now, here's one thing that is is going to give him a huge, huge benefit. He's one of the last surviving primes, which means, as far as the All Spark is concerned, which is a huge, huge plot of the movie, he's really the key of knowledge as to what the AllSpark can do and what to do with it and the enemies they're fighting uh, because he fought all these enemies in the Great War back on oh god what was their planet called I don't remember what their planet was called uh, so not only is he super super prevalent Cybertron. in the story Cybertron is that what there it is again. yeah Cybertron yeah. Okay, Cybertron so not only is he super prevalent in the story, but he's really the only one who has the knowledge about the AllSpark to know what to do with it and how to handle it, which is massive, massive. 
So as far as how critical he is in the movie series, I mean, when even when he died, and they had a, they they knew that they didn't have they didn't stand a chance without Optimus Prime. They knew they didn't. So they went on this grand hunt for this mystical dagger shard thing and brought him back instead of trying to win without him because they knew the the cause was lost. Right? So I'm critical to the plot. He's got to be at least an eight. Got to be. I, I can't argue with that one. I think that's, I think that's reasonable. But in the new movies, like the movies, they really made Bumblebee the main character next to Shia LaBeouf. That's actually a great point. And I'm not disagreeing. Like, I think that technically and speaking, he should be that high. But as the prevalence to the stories in the movies, they make him definitely like a solid five and six on their perspective or perspective. I'll be willing to definitely takes a backseat later on for sure. And I I want to give him that 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 score that you gave him. I really want to. But I, I to the your way they point, wrote those movies the way they yeah. wrote those movies, man. They yep. took away a lot of his fucking oomph, screen time. You know? Yep. Yeah. 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 They took. A, took I'd give the, him. Bumblebee got a lot of screen time, so I yeah. would be able to take. I'd give him a six or seven if I'm being. I would honest. say I'll take the the average and take the seven because because yeah, I was going to give six. And then if you give eight, Trevor gives seven. We'll, we'll settle on seven. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Because well. I love Optimus Prime, don't get me wrong. Like, I love him so much. But prevalence of the stories and the new movies, especially the ones after the first one, he definitely goes down further each time. All right. We need this. Jesus Christ. Especially we if we're giving Master Chief a 7 out of 10. I, yeah. I feel comfortable yeah. giving Optimus yeah, yeah, Prime. Yeah. I gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. All right. We, God, we need to get this moving. <clears throat> All right. Relative strength, <laughs> power, and fighting ability. This is huge. He sh- the man is an absolute. I know that we immediately we all are thinking about that scene in the forest where Shia LaBeouf is running for his life, his life, and Optimus Prime is soloing like five or six Decepticons yeah. all at yeah. the same time with nothing but a fucking blade. Just He's just going crashing through now. the trees, yeah, giving through the, the trees, stabbing dudes in the back. I mean, he is a menace on the battlefield. A menace. He's got to get at least an eight. I'm actually. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna contest underscaling a nine. him, bro. I'm gonna contest a nine. He is an absolute mad lad when it the comes to the raw fight. power, especially com- in comparison to all the other Transformers. This man right. is at the top of the food chain. For I'm sure. gonna have to give him a ten, dude. I don't want to give uh, anybody a ten. Bro, I'm with bro, the watch, nine. Watch the movies, bro. Like the city scene, the every scene that he's in, his combat skills are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, he is the goat of the Transformers. I would give him a nine point five. I'll give him the nine point five. I don't want it for it to be yeah, a, a ten. A ten is pushing real hard. Like Darth Vader's a ten. Darth Vader's a ten. I don't think Darth Vader's a ten, bro. We're not talking about Darth Vader, but. I'll, I'll yeah, say I'm nine, nine and a half. That. We'll go somewhere in those. I'll, I'll nine point five. Is yeah, where I'm, I'm giving him a nine. Same nine point five. Trevor ten. We'll do nine point five overall. Okay, bye. Okay, battle IQ. This is where it gets him. <laughs> <laughs> battle IQ and intellect. Here, here is the only downside. 
to Optimus, right? He is a great tactician, one of the best tacticians, even during the war of Cybertron. Mm -hmm. So we know he's got the battle IQ in, in, in the intellect. The only thing that hurts Optimus is that he can be kind of emotional in the heat of battle, mm -hmm. which is something that can hurt a well a well thought out plan, which I think actually does happen in 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 some form or another. Um, oh, he gets messed up every film. Like he he definitely yeah. takes a blow. So as far as planning wise goes, I I'm gonna say battle IQ and intellect is probably somewhere around the seven. He he can put together a good plan. He knows how to rally the troops. Yeah. He's smart. He's got all the all the intelligence he needs. But I think that there's some emotion that is is holding him back from that perfect score. Hundred percent. That sentimentality prevents him from. Yeah. Exactly. Know, he's not. He's not like plans chief. that. Yeah. He's not like chief. Where be like, better tactically, but sacrifice. You know, people he, he cares about. Yeah, his emotions definitely cloud his skill and 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 battle IQ. Like. Yep. So I think a solid seven or eight out of ten is where I'd be. I'm dropping it down to a six from my I was thinking six as well, man. Six. Wow. I'll average it at about a six point five though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that I think that's about fair. Six point five for his battle IQ and the look skill. Okay. Fair enough. I'll take a six. That's fine. Adaptability, Adaptability. versatility. Optimus Prime strikes me as a pretty hard headed motherfucker. I'm not gonna lie to you. He does it his way. Well, no, way, he's pretty know. versatile. He's versatile. He, he he's willing to. He's capable yeah. of improvising, but and, he seems pretty headfast in like doing everything himself. He's and... been willing to take on some Decepticons who have switched sides. He's also been willing to work with Decepticons. Uh, yeah. In, in search for that's a good point. That's a good point. In search for mean, better he's, plans he's, he's and literally not about roll out. Like he's a team member, bro. Like that's yeah. true. He does put he, the team first always. He, and he's a fucking transformer. Like they're all adaptable. Let's be honest. That's the nature That's of a transformer. <laughs> yeah, very, very, also very true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he can literally transform into whatever he wants. Now, I will say the fact that he really never does change his form speaks to him being a bit stubborn. But as he far as different sleek style looking of himself, call, but... yeah, he's got some different vinyl wraps for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> different fenders. <laughs> I think where I stand adaptability wise is a seven. I think he can't go any lower than a seven. He he is willing to do whatever it takes, and to yeah. me, that's versatility. I, I'd agree. I think that's I think that's fair. All right. Now here's where we fumble. This is where this we have man's not the Riz, bro. Hot no. take. Hot Optimus, take. Riz. This is Optimus my pick. Prime, Optimus has no Riz. No. Get the fuck out of here. His paint job, the blue and the red. Man, that's not Riz, brother. I don't even think bro. he talked to a who is different How do Autobots the... even put? Do they have the bitches to pull? Like I don't. I've I've never seen. Him. Does he have an Actually, Audi waiting back do. on they Cybertron do. for him? They like, do. what are we talking about? They do. They do. I believe the motorcycle in I think the second or third one, they were motorcycle transformers, and they were women, I believe. And like, yes, and in comparison, let's just use the scale of Optimus compared to other transformers. Bumblebee got think, some rips. I think know? Optimus is is yeah. Bumblebee's got some rips, but I think Optimus, in the same way Master Chief is. The infamy being one of the last surviving primes automatically 
gives him some riz, right? For sure. The way he's battle-hardened, the way he's a man of mission and objective uh, is appealing. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flatline him on the Riz, but I'm definitely thinking like a four or a five on the Riz. Just on the premise alone that he transforms into a sixteen wheeler instead of some like sexy Corvette or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, what do you want from he does the, the strength? He's like twice the size of Bumblebee. Hundred percent. I I think four out of ten is solid but i'm definitely going a little bit lower i'm, I'm gonna drop him down to a three in riz that's crazy that's crazy he's he's, he's a prime nine. bro he's a prime he's, a, he's at least a five in my yeah. opinion i'm i'm going five as well he's a prime all right i'll average our scores and settle on a, a solid 4.5 out of 10 that's fine that's fine all right all right Optimus that's my number one optimus prime goes crazy what was <laughs> what was the overall Optimus. Um, let me go back to Glenn. Came out at a solid six point seven out of ten. It's definitely Ooh. higher than I was expecting it to be. Tony, bro, I'm, Glenn is slept on, man. He's a, he's a sleeper for sure. Optimus Prime. Yeah, six point seven. Not bad at all. For, not bad at all for Glenn. I tip my hat to thee, sir. <laughs> What's Optimus Prime, the legend, comes out to a 6.9 out of 10. The Riz is hurting him. The Riz, the Riz hurt. is hurting him hard, bro. It does. Riz is <laughs> a big factor of this one. Riz hurt. Damn. Okay. So we know for a fact that Bumblebee is easily over top of him then. <laughs> Bumblebee's got the Riz for sure. He's got the Riz. That's as far what as highlight yeah. is. All right, let's let's keep let's keep the ball moving here. Let's keep the ball moving. I don't want to give these people a fucking three hour. I'm podcast. gonna I'm gonna throw a little curveball out here as far as sci fi movies. So this pick two uh, sci fi. This is this is coming out from the second. You know, the sequel to this movie just came out recently, so it's Ooh. pretty prevalent in the media. Okay, I'm gonna go with Jake Sully, the main character from the Avatar movies, for this one. <laughs> Mister Blue Boy. That is a curveball. That is a curveball. That is a curveball. And I think I'll there's be honest, a cup- I haven't seen the second movie yet, but I have watched the first one multiple times. I'm basing most of my rankings off the first movie. Okay. Okay. I think you get a great idea of like most of his characteristics in the first movie more so. Yeah, you definitely do. And so let's jump into it. Prevalence to the story, right? I think that's gonna be pretty low on the list, mainly because he was just one of a group of people that were taking control of avatars. He is. But and he the movie the has a giant favorite. overarching theme. You know, you're learning about the people. It's right. less about him, more about the world than the planet as a whole. I'm going to give him a four. I'm going to give him a four. Prevalence of the story. He is the main character, which is why I'm giving him a four, or one yeah. of the main characters. But if we're talking about divided screen time, it's not that much. All right. I'm not against that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna bump it up to like a five for me, but yeah, I think that's reasonable. You know, given that the movies aren't about him, you know, they're more about everything else. I think that's reasonable. I'll, I'll settle so on a four, a solid four and a half, four point okay. five out of ten for okay. <clears throat> relative strength, <clears throat> power, fighting ability. He is <laughs> wow. He is hey, handy, hey, no. he is handy capable, and so. 
But he gets one. The problem here is it's two different characters. Human, human form, right? Jake Sully, one out of ten for sure. No, no argument for yeah. me there. So I think you have to kind of. We're talking about the blue version, but, but yeah, he's a soul. Not solely. We're not, we're not solely talking about the blue version because okay. the blue version is a lot of the other characteristics are based on solely as a human. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is like his relative strength, power, and fighting ability. Like he does eventually get the hang of it because it took it took him a while to use the body, you know. Right. But he gets thrown around a lot. Yeah, he's not like a like the greatest fighter of the avatars ever. No, either. I mean he's, he's very and... average. And even in with the humans, I don't think he was doing too. But you know, he wasn't like the super soldier like Chief was. No. You know, he yeah. was just one of those soldiers. So I think he gets maybe like a five or six. Yeah, I, I don't think. Well, okay, this is a I'm question four, though. Man. Are we talking about Jake Sully just by himself, hand to hand combat, or are we including like the fact that he can bond with animals? And, well, they like, all can. You know, he so captures, they all can. He captures the their, giant bird, and but. I mean, they Without all animals, four out of ten. But you know, he captured the giant bird creature and like brought it back, and you know, fucking took down. Oh, he did capture that special helicopters. You know, like, oh, that's, a, that's that like one. his yeah, Cortana. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He did capture that special big ass bird creature that nobody could capture. But that's not his strength, power, and fighting ability. That's his. That's a, fair. That's fair. Yeah, 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 IQ, I agree. intellect. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say four four and a half for his strength. I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna say five as well. Alright, so I'll average right here. Alright, battle IQ, intellect, and skill. This is he's where a soldier. He gets, yeah. He's you know, he knows combat skill. He's very tactical. He's organizing yeah. troops. He literally mm-hmm. organized an entire you know, village of a new species in combat against humans and taught them how to yeah. fight and win. So I think this is a pretty strong. I'll give I him a six, seven. I was thinking like seven. Seven. I'd just from pure leadership capabilities and being able to ingrain yourself in a he, yeah, he was a very society good, and organize yeah. an army. I think I'm going to push towards like an 8 out of 10 on this one. I mean, that's that's your rank. That's fine. Take the average. <laughs> Take the average. That's fine. Right. Right. As far as adaptability versus this one. Versus this one oh, yeah. I, listen to me rise. when I tell you if anybody's getting a 10 for any category, it's Jake for adaptability and versatility. Oh, I have to agree because Agreed. this dude fucking went through it man yeah i genuinely think from being paralyzed from the waist down to hopping into an entirely different body different foreign race Mm -hmm. and then over the course of what a year becoming the leader of essentially a (laughs) self-made army might be less than a year but yeah. yeah You think about that, he's like a newborn baby, gotta relearn how to walk, and within a year, yeah, he's a one-year-old avatar. Learn their language. And he's already at the top of the fucking food chain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the quickest we've settled on a 10 out of 10 ever. Yeah, this is 10 out of 10. I mean, you could even go as low as a 9, 9.5 if you really wanted 9 out of 10. I would give him a 10. I'm gonna give him a 10. This is the one character I think gets a 10 for, for a category like this. Yeah, definitely his standout trait. Oh, yeah. But on to Riz. the Riz. The Riz. I, I 
Man. Jake Sully was laying it down. Absolutely. Zoe Zaldana as an avatar. He he, he pulled her. He was the princess of the tribe. Yeah. Wizard of Oz out here. I mean, absolutely. Magic happened. (laughs) I hate that term. (laughs) Wizard of Oz. My God. He was a menace on the court, off the court. I'm thinking seven and a half. Right. And she even saw him in human form. And she still. And she still wanted that fight. Yeah. That's fine. You know how we fix this? I make you a permanent avatar. What's up? <laughs> She's willing to abandon her entire upbringing family for this yeah. one man. This man's got the riz. He has yeah, the riz. He got her good. This is like I'd a smooth. It, I'd bump it to an eight. This is a, this is an eight. This is an eight. Yeah. Damn. Maybe an eight even out a nine. Of 10. Yeah. Maybe even a nine. But I think eight's a good solid score there. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Average it out overall. Jake Sully Avatar. Great pick. Great pick. I think. What is that, a 6.9 out of 10? <clears throat> That's exactly what it is. Let's go. Okay. Jake Sully and Optimus Prime. Okay. All right, Trevor, what do you got in the chamber for us? I was going to do one that I picked earlier for us. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. Glenn is, Glenn is one, a little behind. I'm picking one that's on the list. Smooth. So we're going... Riddick. Ooh. Yeah. Riddick. He was on my personal list. He was, he was, you bitch. You <laughs> I'm sorry, bitch. bro. I'm sorry, dude. Riddick. His all, was it three movies or four movies? Three. The I think it wasn't four. Four, four yeah, yeah. Every four? single came out one of them is such a fucking amazing movie, dude. Well, we're not talking about the movie. Let's let's dive into the character here. Prevalence to the story, huge because he was one of the few people that could yeah, see. Yeah, he is the critical of the of the movie. Yeah, he is the the sole reason of the movie being the thing. Yeah. So we're definitely we're definitely high in prevalence. I'm probably I'd probably give him about a I'm probably about an eight. I was right? thinking the same thing because other characters definitely help. They they like. He has yeah, a he lot didn't of just help solo the burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would give him like an eight, maybe seven and a half at the lowest. You know, somewhere in that. So I agree with you on that. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm gonna have to take a back seat on this one. I have not seen the Chronicles oh of Riddick movies. Oh my god! If you want to watch a good action sci-fi movie, watch any of the Riddick movies. Yeah, Honestly, the Riddick's are really all good. phenomenal. Dude. All right, relative strength, power, fighting ability, really. Had that dog in him. He, he, when I talk about brutalizing people, I mean, it's the only character that Vin Diesel's ever played. It's just the the hard ass, like, emotionless, one less, right? Type, type (laughs) character. And Riddick is the perfect encapsulation. He kills a guy with a cup. Yeah, just, he literally murders a dude with a cup. It's oh, just it's John crazy. Wick style. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he bro, he would got, annihilate John Wick. Bro, I think Riddick's eight. I think Riddick's eight for battle. Like, <sighs> I mean, for power and fighting ability. You know, I'm gonna have to agree with you because he is pretty human. He does have some super abilities. 
Well, yeah, his seat, his sight is crazy, but yeah, the um, well, his strength is is pretty impressive too. And yeah, his, but it's his not ability it's and not his, his so fighting ability. Inhuman. Yeah, but his overall, I, yeah, I've got to go with an eight. I've got to go with an eight. Okay, that's fair. I'm cool with the eight. Battle IQ, intellect, and skill. I, this one's hard he, to judge. Yeah, it is very hard to judge because he kind of just solves all the problems with beating the shit out of everybody. <laughs> So there's not really a lot of battle IQ involved. But he has he had some people skill. help. He had some people help him with the planning of these things. I'd probably give him a six. Damn, because he's on the right track. Smart. I, he is I, I give smart. him a six. He's not stupid when he's out in the field. Like he knows when to attack, when not to attack. Yeah. You know he knows he knows what he's doing out there. So it's not like he's just. And he's stealthy. Yeah, stealthy. So. I would give him a six. I'm fine with a six as far as battle IQ goes. <clears throat> Adaptability and versatility. This one. This one's probably pretty good. I'd probably say eight and a half, nine, somewhere in the eight, nine range. <sighs> that's big. That's that's big. I don't know well, how many, if I'm there. Black, sometimes he like would just disappear in the dark and just come back out and just like, well, what happened? And he's just killed like 10 freaking things. That's you know? power. That's not adaptability. That's adaptability. Yeah. He's using the environment around him. Okay, I've, so the adaptability would be like he's blind <laughs> and still manages to to see everything in a different in a different way than normal human sight. Okay, his eyesight. Yeah, so his eyesight gives him a pretty big bonus. I'm gonna go with a seven. I'm gonna go with a seven or a six, somewhere around there. I he definitely is good at using his surroundings, but I would relate that more to his fighting ability as well. I don't think that's just solely his. Right, you gotta think of his versatility. All the different planets he's been to, and he still can just wreck a motherfucker. Like he is versatile. But planet doesn't so much decide whether you can wreck a motherfucker more so than your sure strength powered fighting ability. I'm just saying it's not as prevalent as your fighting. Like, like drop somebody. Like you drop a. a somebody who's never trained in their life on one planet to another planet and they're going to be just as bad. It doesn't matter. I guess it comes down to does he attack and fight in the similar in like a similar way every time or does he like mix it up? Is he using all sorts of different weapons? He, he's oh, pretty he's linear. Weapons. Yeah, he he he's good versatile He's good adaptability wise because he can pick up anything and make it a weapon, which is why a part of the reason I'm giving him a six or a seven. But I, I can't go past that. Gotcha. So he's got very good like tactical adaptability, but maybe yeah, he's, not like a... you said, he's kind of John Wick style. Like you can grab anything and kind of just make it a fucking weapon. Like he, like I said, he kills a guy with a freaking cup. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty versatile. I'll give him a seven. That <laughs> seven out of ten. Now this is this is the part I want to hear. What kind of this Riz is Riddick Rock? Riz, bro. <laughs> Yo, don't don't I me. Mean, he has the fucking Riz, dude. Here's the thing. A lot like Master Teeth again. His Riz is comes from a place of being the Macho Man, lethal weapon. You know. Raw male energy, and less about the things he says or like you know 
sweet talking any women or anything like that. But he has got Riz. Like he he. he... You forget he does got that sweet talk, bro. I think he did have a little sweet talk. I I would say six. Yeah, your mind. He's a seven at least. You're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. I'm not gonna give Riddick an eight, an eight, a seven, a seven, and a seven. It's not happening. Riddick's a boss, motherfucker, man. I I agree. Great character, but it, I think that he is lacking in the Riz. That's why I, I gave him a I gave him a seven. All right, all right. Or a six. I'm giving him a six. Average it out. Six point five. Six point five. It is. Damn, this is a good one. This is like a seven point three. Now this is another six point nine out of ten. Damn. Holy shit! Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yeah, All right, Sam, give us yours, buddy. All right, round two. Sci-fi. I'm going. God, these motherfuckers got no riz, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. We don't care. We're we're out here. Sci-fi. King Kong. All right. All right. King Kong. Zero Riz. No, he's yes. got some Riz. He, he he's got, got some Riz. He pulled, he pulled yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he got some Empire Riz. Empire State the Building. Was yeah. with him, Seems you know? iconic. All right. What was the story? The story is about. This man is go, 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> they, go, they go to the island to get him, right? Or, or they yeah. explore the island. So. The only reason I wouldn't give him like a ten is because originally they went to Skull Island not necessarily to find him. That's but true. Because they were going to explore this island, right? Period. And they. And also depends him. on which movie it is, because if it's the one with Jack Black, they went to film a movie. Correct. Exactly. So it's not it's not not ten, but it is nine. From yeah. there on out, the movie becomes basically just only about him. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Nine out of ten. I think. Relative I strength and power is huge here. We have watched this man tear the jaws clean off of a T-Rex. <laughs> we have watched him essentially rip the wings off a pterodactyl. We have watched him fight. Throw hands with Godzilla. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that could stand on arguably equal footing with a giant lizard demon. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely yeah, 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 a yeah. strong motherfucker. So I, he's got to be like an eight. Gotta be like an eight or a nine. Raw strength. Just thinking like ape strength in general is huge. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I'd have to go, I'd have to go eight and a half. I, I want to give him a nine. I want to give him a nine. I think I'm going nine. Two. I think we can settle on 8.5 out of 10, though. That's right. That's right. Because I want to give him a nine, but like there are other things that are stronger than him, like Godzilla. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. They, I, I don't like you. I mean, he's a monkey. He's, he's he's a fucking monkey. Hey, like, hold on though. He's got skill, bro. He knows how to, he knows how to traverse. He, he does. He does. And he I'm, I'm gonna fucking train on Skull Island like doing karate and shit, didn't he? Like when he was when he was fighting those T Rexes, he was like, "Man, they're using their mouths a lot." Oh, let me just fix that real quick. You know, he, he's fighting. He, I think Godzilla. that goes into adaptability. That goes into adaptability to that battle IQ in relation to other monsters that he fights. In all of these movies, he's more raw strength and body. Yeah, it's pretty. Okay. It's pretty mid. It's mid, 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 mid. It's it's probably about a five. Probably about. Well, 
I, well, I don't know. In relevance to like, or in you know, relevance to the story, well, his battle sense. IQ might be a decent bit stronger than the things he's fighting. Well, yeah, it, but if we're talking about Godzilla, Godzilla had better battle IQ than yeah, definitely. King Kong did. So I would give him a six. Four, I'm thinking six, six out of ten. Okay, so we end at five either way. Five out of ten. Now adaptability and versatility is huge for my boy. This is huge for my boy because we watch him use at any point in time skyscraper as a weapon, car as a weapon, massive trees as a weapon, boulders. I mean, he, anything Some he kind can of grab. cosmic weird axe. That... But how <laughs> much of that <laughs> is <laughs> Godzilla's scales Spine, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. He and, and wield it like like a like someone would normally wield an axe too. Yeah. So. He's very versatile. He can fight in pretty much any arena, right? And then adaptable adaptability-wise, he is very good at using his surroundings. He's very good. I mean, the dude survived on an island, like un unbothered and unchecked for God knows how many years. Yeah. So he's got to be adaptable, right? He I'd is, give him like a. Seven, seven and a half, maybe. I was thinking seven out of ten. Because how much of him picking up shit and using it as a weapon is just monkey brain, see big thing, me throw big thing, you know? Hey, it's adaptable. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, that's we're gonna give I just got thrown into that. That What do you think Riddick is? You don't think Riddick's like monkey brain, she cup, kill with (laughs) cup. Like that's what adaptability is, is having is being I able think to you need to go back and rewatch the Riddick movies, bro. Oh, <laughs> that man was pretty down. smart. All right, I want to go. I feel like an eight for adaptability, truly, because again, every arena he's put in, every situation he's put in, he has put up a fucking crazy fierce fight and won nine out of ten times. One time being Godzilla kind of whooped his ass, but I was originally thinking a seven out of ten instead until you mentioned the fact that he survived on a you know deserted island for so many years, which I think adds an extra point for him. So I think eight out of ten is good. Trevor, where'd you end on that? I'm probably sitting more of seven and a half. Okay, so seven because there are times where he definitely gets his ass handed to him and he shouldn't have. I agree. So, I agree. I'd say about seven and a half for his adversity, versatility and adaptability. Okay. So now, come on, the Riz. Okay. We know man's got Riz. We know man's got Riz. You're hyping him up way too hard, bro. We're not. We, you take. <laughs> you cannot tell me that I'm hyping up a feral animal that has the ability to switch his animalistic instincts. Off, just to riz a blonde head chick. That's monkey brain. Talking about a man who has the potential to destroy cities, and he's stroking her hair with with a single fingernail. Pretty. (laughs) Okay, that that speaks to his intelligence, which we already gave him a five for. Relax. This is speaking to the fact that he fell off the Empire State Building, and instead of saving his self. Saved the girl. All the while, I, you tell me how much Riz you have to have to be destroying an entire city 
killing a bunch of innocent people and still for the girls to be like, stop, stop. He he doesn't know what he's doing. You're scaring him. You know what I mean? Like they weren't innocent because they started firing (laughs) upon him to begin with. Yeah, I understand that. But even still, he was out here destroying the Empire State Building in New York. Like and the and the lady was still like, no, stop, please. I love him. Quit. If we're talking that movie, I'm still giving him a four. Now, if we're talking the one where he fights Godzilla, bro, that man's got the riz off the charts. Sitting on the throne, wielding the axe. Oh, Come yeah. He, oh. yeah. Ooh, he, true, yeah, true. He's, he's, now, if we're talking that, I'm giving him more of like a seven. I, I, I think, think overall, we can end somewhere around a six for the riz. Yeah, I was going to say overall, I'm thinking I'm going to give him like a six overall. Six out of you got to think like that movie, the, the newest movie, you know. Like, six, six out of ten. Six out of ten. Yeah. Boom, Godzilla. As, soon, Mark as soon as he had that axe and sat on the throne, I was like, damn, he gonna whoop his ass, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Six out of ten. Mark it. Mark it. All right. What's my overall here? Averaged out. Averaged out and rounded up to a 7.3 out of 10. King Kong standing. <laughs> oh, in second place so. right now. He's a goddamn god. Defeated only by Master Chief in the, in the ranking list. I knew Master Chief was going to... And if we're being me. honest, I think Master Chief could probably kill King Kong. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, I 100% that. agree. 100% I'm leaving that alone. You're fucking wild. Master Chief would take that little monkey down. Are we going to do the third one or... Yeah, we we're doing gone, the third we one. We haven't even gone to fantasy yet. Yeah, I I we might fantasy. have to make this a, a two-part series. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we're running right. out of time here, which is totally right. fine. I didn't anticipate this taking so long, so we're gonna we're gonna make also, fantasy the next episode. This, yeah, let's finish the sci-fi, then we'll tackle back to fantasy. So let's sure. let's, let's get our third so one in here. My third pick. I've been trying to think about this for a minute, and I've been struggling, but. I landed on Sam Flynn from the Tron Legacy series. Solid choice. That's, I think that's pretty good. That is, that is some of the. You're scumbag. <laughs> is that and one of yours? It is. It is a sleeper <laughs> pick because that is nobody thought down. I was going to pick this. Yeah, you took. You took me by the knees. Absolutely. I got to throw a wrench in the gears, man. Man, I took I'm his. I'm playing dirty. You took his other one. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, Sam Flynn is good. Sam Flynn is good. And in Tron Legacy, he is the undisputed main character. 100%. So I think he already scores critical to plot. It, At it least had, an 8 out of 10. Right, because Kevin Flynn is the only other person that's been able to be sucked into Tron, and he left the clues for his son, so it couldn't have been anybody else. Yeah. So I definitely think that he's he's a pretty high scorer when it comes to critical to the plot and prevalence in the story. Probably eight or nine. I was thinking. I was thinking nine out of ten for this I'm one. Gonna know, go with eight. Only he go could have done what he did. I don't think that's true necessarily. Well, I think any arcade nerd could probably handle the situations that but, he was handled. They just nobody else was going to be given the opportunity, which is why I'm exactly, giving exactly, exactly. 
with it, you know, with him being born into the family and the legacy that he was. Yeah, but that's the relevance to his character. Okay. So what what are you giving it then, Trevor? We got a I'm nine out of ten from me, eight out of ten from Sam. I'm thinking Sam. Eight. I'm thinking I'm, I would agree with you, okay. man. So we'll go eight point five. Not that. 8.5 for prevalence. That's an 8.2 easily because we both voted 8. He voted. No, I'm just... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're crunching. Yeah, we're splitting hairs at this point. No, I know, eight, I know. Eight and a third for sure. Yeah. Okay. Relative strength, power, and fighting ability. So starting no. off in the series, man, he was fumbling a lot. All right. You know, he's getting his bearings. <laughs> but towards the end of the series, or uh, the movie, I should say. This man, this man was doing backflips. Man was doing parkour. Yeah, well, he was, and again, he, he fought getting Tron on several occasions and managed to survive throughout the entire thing, which shows yeah. that because from the bases, Kevin Flynn and the arcade in the arcade shop, Sam Flynn grew up training on arcade games his entire life. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was new or didn't have these, you know, didn't have this prowess and fighting ability. So he was already pretty good and ready and primed from the jump. It just took him a minute to kind of adjust from from getting exactly. it. And I think relative strength for this movie being video game skill and knowledge and him, you're that thinking like he's there. been training his entire life to play in this Tron game. Probably, probably in an eight. Probably at eight or I was seven. Thinking the same thing, yeah. Eight out of ten no for me. No way, dude. He gets his ass thrown around. He does at the he beginning. Does. So at the you whole know what, Trevor, movie. you're right. You're right. Because I think he's gonna pick up points for adaptability. Absolutely. He adapt he his game. fighting is really his strength. He gets but at the beginning, Rensler so much. Trevor's though. right. I'm he I I retract my previous score. Like, I'm going I'm with a six. I'm going I was, with a seven. I was thinking six point five. I right, we're perfect then. Like, don't get me wrong. I think gotta, he, I love the character. Best. I love Tron Legacy. I wish they would have made that the one after it, but they they didn't. I wish they would have because I wanted more of that story. I want to see his character grow even more. And that Daft Punk soundtrack was fucking crazy. Oh my bro. god, dude! Oh, the Daft Punk soundtrack, so club scene, the club scene, that Ooh. song alone. God, Tron soundtrack was the nuts. The original and the remake. Both oh, yeah. revolutionized yes. like movie making, whether it's soundtrack or just Hold on, CGI. Not Hold on. This, or this sequel, is... sequel, sequel, sequel. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> but he was a good okay. fighter at the, towards the end. He got better, but, but you're right. I'm, I think I'm not, his skill, I'm not giving him an eight at all. His I think his IQ, points lie a lot more in battle IQ and adaptability and for yeah. sure. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I think. Battle IQ. So we're so. What do we decide on power? We decided on six point five out of ten. Could yeah. maybe be arguably a little lower than that, but battle IQ, I think, is mid as well. Until towards the end of the in, until towards the end of the game, where he starts to fully understand it. Because in the Tron Legacy, he had Olivia Wilde's character to really kind of steer him. And, and she definitely was his guide. Yeah, she was his Cortana. <clears throat> yeah, essentially. She, so she, he had her to kind of steer him towards where he's supposed to go and inform him about the way that things work in the world. 
So yeah. I don't think his in- intellect and battle IQ was through the roof. Now, I do think he had a baseline for how these games work, being that he grew up playing all of them all the time. Yeah. So I don't able think to it's super come up low. with those strategies like in right. the moment under pressure. Yeah, adaptability. I don't think it's super low. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven, a six point five, six point five. Seven, just from like pure skill and you know, video game knowledge. This man he knows a lot. He just he wasn't able to utilize it to the fullest because he was still learning the rules of this new game he's throwing it to. I'm, I'm gonna say six. Only because he didn't really get, like, he didn't really, like, improve until, like, the end end. You know what I'm saying? Like, the whole time, he was pretty, like, lacking. Well, because he was, he was mean, figuring out the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying he, you know, but he was the whole time figuring out as he went along. And then towards the end, he really was, like, you know, boom, 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 like, knocking the shit out. Absolutely. But think about, it. think about, like, you've played a video game, let's say, uh, World of Warcraft or something like that yeah. for years. And you're you know that game like the back of your hand, but you transfer to a different MMORPG and you have to relearn the rules. And no, no, that's what I'm mechanisms. saying. Like he has the intellect. He's not below a five. He's not below a six. But I think he is at least at the lowest a six at the you know overall. I think. But I, I would think probably say fair. the highest would be a seven. I'm leaning more towards an eight for me personally, but I think settling on like a seven out of ten is reasonable for sure. I think we could probably give him a seven, because that's the highest I'd give him on his battle IQ, intellect, and skill. I think that's fair, but coming down to versatility, this is where I'm thrown into yeah, a new game is, and all that. Like, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be one. You you keep picking these characters that get transported into other world, and then just like any main character, they're going to adapt because they have to, because exactly. otherwise it would be a five-hour <laughs> movie. Fucking Bear Grylls. Um, yeah, adaptability and versatility is huge here, because once again, yeah. you're getting thrown into an entirely different world. I will tell you, he gets minus points for the direction Olivia Wilde gave him. I think she helped him along with a lot of this stuff, as well as, yeah. as, well as just general he I don't gets plus think I remember one of the lines from the movie though. What what they I'm, say to him at the beginning. I, I you're right, I don't. Please enlighten me. I want to say they actually tell him adapt or something like that. Or I forget what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Straight yeah. to the point. And you're like, <laughs> he's like, uh, what? <laughs> but yeah, and that's the thing, is how much real advice did she really give him? Or was she kind of just like it was, that that was shit out junior? You know? No, she she gave him some pretty good advice and pretty much helped him from getting killed several times. Definitely. He definitely oh. would have gotten his yeah. shit rocked without her there. So but as far as him adaptability goes, it's still pretty high. I mean, being able to kind of adapt because it wasn't just one game they were playing. They threw the you know, they, they went through the whole disc throwing, then they went through the whole uh Tron bike riding. Um, light bikes. I mean, they went through a lot of different series of of games where he was able to adapt almost immediately to every different challenge in the game, and um, and find his find his dad. So I think this is a solid eight. Yeah, I think no lower than an eight. I think no lower than an eight. Yeah, just for the sheer fact of being thrown into a different world. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now the Riz. Oh come, on. Olivia Wilde. Bro, this man's got a nine on the Riz. Come on. 
Yeah. I don't know about a nine. But Definitely no lower than an eight. Yeah, I no lower than an eight. I'm I'm cool with going to eight. He had that sort of like clumsy, funny, like, like the non in, non intentional yeah. riz, but then they fell in Bro, true love. Got the freaking hair, the smirk, the fucking yeah. like. It's all non intentional riz. I feel like until towards the very end of the movie. So I, I'm I'm okay with an eight. <clears throat> I'm okay with an eight. Damn, that's okay. a good pick. For the, Damn, well, that's a good. For, for the sake of like the nerdiness and the uh, you know the general awkwardness of being a fucking arcade nerd your entire life, you know well, he's, he's not necessarily for known for being smooth with the ladies. Right, exactly. So I think I think I might bump him down a little bit to like more like a seven out of ten. Okay. But he did pull Olivia Wilde, so yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I'm cool with I'm cool with an eight as well. I'm gonna settle on a, like a seven point. Seven I'm, I'm, I can't remember the quote that they say to him when he's like getting like all geared up and shit, you know. But it, it's it's just it's a great movie. I want to go back and rewatch it again. So do I, actually. Okay, so round it up. What are we doing here? Solid seven point two out of ten. Okay, all really right. good pick. Okay. Really good pick. Really good pick. All right, Trevor, You're don't fucking hate. Please, for the love of God, do not take who I'm going to take. Do it to him. Oh no! Actually, to him. take his Hold take on. his top pick. Hold on. I'll, I'm going to type. I'm going to type for for you guys specifically. I'm going to type out who I have, and then I'm going to press space after you say who you're going to say. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Neo. Okay, cool. Ooh, we're, we're That's a really great pick. pick. <laughs> really great pick. Fucking great. Really pick. great pick. Neo specifically. I mean, he is the chosen one. He, <laughs> I think, actually gets this a ten out of ten for prevalence in the story yeah. across the board. A tough baby. one to <laughs> argue with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neo's the most cracked sci-fi. <sighs> he really is, dude. All right. So we're we're all in agreement here. Prevalence to the story. Ten. No, because remember, um, a lot of them help him out. Um, but I we're talking about well, how critical is he to the plot, and he cannot be replaced. He is the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. That's yes, a but you gotta one. remember, he had help, and he didn't know he was the chosen one until when the second movie, Mor- Morpheus, I guess. It was, the, I think, the end of the first one or something like that. Was it in the first and the, oh. in, I guess in the same token of like Jake Sully or Avatar being more about the world and the there's like that huge overarching theme. It's not centered entirely on his character. There's like you have yeah, the like Matrix said, and the breaking out like of that. I think I'm okay bumping it down to a nine out of ten. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We can go with I nine. That's, that's eight, fine. But. I think you're shooting too low. So 8.5 is fine. Now we go to relative strength, power, and fighting ability. I mean, the dude literally has <laughs> phase clan clip after clip after clip in these movies. Yes. This is the most iconic like, I mean, battle scene. Exactly. Yeah. 
So like you think of like be... somebody taking on an army of men by themselves and you think Neo. Hand behind his back. Just... Now listen to this. Now listen to this. I want this to be very, very clear. His strength and power comes more from his intellect and his battle IQ than his actual strength and power. I, the reason being is because he's in a sim. Well, that and he's it's more martial arts and like defensive and like precise. Well, he, he's still these these are all like again uploaded thoughts in a sim, so it's not him his him physically doing all of these things. So I think where the big the big points come in is is his intellect. I don't think it's necessarily his power. I do think he's got good fighting ability, I, but I think a lot of that stems from him being being able to control the sim as well as he does. Yeah, because he's the chosen one. Right. A lot of other people can't do what he does. So I'm going to go with a... It's going to piss you off. I'm going to go with a six on strength and power. I I don't know about this because it's... Seven and a half easily. Even though it's in a simulation, his strength is relative to that simulation. Yeah. Like all of the things he's doing, the agility, think of like... I'm thinking like it's comparing it to a virtual reality dive or something like that, like a full dive of VR. That's fine. If like, we're it's gonna, not necessarily... We're gonna unless we're gonna... he's influencing the actual universe. That, that's what he's mind. doing. He is. But is that's that exactly not strength more than intellect? I would... Uh, look, you, I mean, it depends look, on how you want to write Fighting ability. We're not talking intellect. Yeah. We're talking fighting ability, strength, and power. His power is he's the chosen one. He can he can do shit that nobody else can do. Like he can block, he can stop bullets in the air. Okay, you know that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, just raw is, power compared yes, to the other characters yeah. is okay. unparalleled. Well, it's, yeah. not, it's not unparalleled because like Morpheus is like a it's up there with Morpheus. M- well, Mister Suit, whatever the guy's name is, I forget what his name Mr. is. Oh, uh, not Mister Anderson. Um, I forgot, but that guy will. Okay, uh, yeah, so he's not necessarily like he's probably the strongest, but there are some top contenders with him, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I would, so I would give I had eight out of ten for himself me. by like what a thousand just to try to fight Neo and that's still true. failed. Just that saying, is true. I'm that's not true. giving him a nine because there are times where he gets fucked up. So we'll go eight, we'll go eight, eight out of ten. I like that. We'll I was eight. gonna give him seven and a half, but yeah, eight. I think eight would be a good, good, okay. Battle IQ and intellect is super high as well. See, um, once he got his bearings for sure. I yeah, at the beginning he, he was still learning a lot. He got taught by the old dude on the bench. Um, the old dude on the bench kind of guided him, like Olivia Wilde kind of guided him in the sim, kind of teaching yeah. him how how to do things or what he should do. I so I would give it a six. I would give it a six because adaptive. Mm-hmm. Ability again, we're t- God, I'm so tired of people going into different fucking universes. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's bullshit. such a common theme in sci fi, dude. I'm just not figuring that out, too. Okay, but so... I'm wondering because he doesn't strike me as like a tactician, you know, he doesn't strategize all that much. No, How much Mor- of Morpheus him winning fights? Yeah, Morpheus and the, and the other chick in the movie were the uh, the tactician. Is yeah, I'm thinking like how much of him winning and doing all the you know. Is intellect I, versus just him being the chosen one and having that raw power? I think you have to have the intellect to be able to understand what he was and unlock his powers. 
But good point. I would probably give him like a six to seven, somewhere in that range. I think. I was I was thinking six too, because at least a five abilities. just to be able to control the power. Yeah, he's using more of his abilities and his fighting ability to really do a lot of the stuff. Like he didn't really think a lot of shit through. I don't think. Yeah, he kind of exactly. just got thrown into it and started fighting for his yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, so battle IQ intellect six. Yeah, I think six out of ten is reasonable. Like he's not he's not an idiot, you know. He makes decent decisions, but he's also not like thinking everything through very yeah. thoroughly. Like he's using more power than his actual tech tech tactical ability, you know? Yeah. Adaptability, versatility. versatility. You know, getting thrown to another world, that's already points in and of itself. It's not below a five. Definitely. At least a five. But it's definitely not above an eight, I think. I like that. I mean, being able to, like, I think this comes into, like, learning how to control his power, because it's, like, an overwhelming amount of stuff. That yeah, he has to learn how to, you know, use and control, manipulate the sim, and so there's definitely some good points there. What do you think, Sam? Six. You're thinking six. Wow. I was thinking a little bit higher. I was, I was thinking, thinking like seven, seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So for for adaptability and versatility. Yeah. I'm so tired of giving. Cracked out ratings for bro. Don't for even diving into the optimist. Okay, you picked two. You're, you're right. You're right. I'm being salty. I adaptability and versatility is, is is definitely absolutely there. I think he loses points because just like Flynn, he is guided by by old man Rivers, Morpheus, and the other chick. They're pretty much teaching him on the fly, training him. So he had a lot of help adapting to. Probably a seven. So I would say seven. I like that. I like that. Because without without the mentors, you know, he probably would have it probably would have taken him a lot longer to figure out how to control everything. Gotcha. Now here we go. This one's gonna break. So (laughs) we're at a a thousand out of ten? (laughs) (laughs) Without the glasses, five out of ten. With the glasses. 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, right. no, you got it all wrong. Without the glasses and trench coat, five. With the glasses and without the trench coat, over 9,000. No. Yeah. <laughs> he he definitely has Riz. He definitely he wiped, wiped up the chick for sure. Um, I don't I don't know. Their dialogue was really weird to me. Yeah, it was. But yeah, definitely not the most smooth talk. No, I think a lot of the Riz comes from him being the fucking chosen one. So, yeah. and the and the cold hearted, like closed off, like ooh, yeah, yeah. So I, we meet in the middle, like I'm communication sick. Riz, maybe a five out of ten, but just pure fucking swagger is a ten out of ten. So I think yeah. we meet in the middle and settle on I mean, what seven point five. Clothing alone I'm, in the whole yeah, series was. So we can give him a seven. Yeah, but come on. Hold on. I gotta pull up. Hold on, hold on. A fucking mech suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think. No, okay. Glasses and trench coat, easily 10 out of 10. You're right. Like, yeah, yeah. You gotta have. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. 
You gotta have the, the glasses, James Go. I think it's a six. You're thinking it's a seven point five. Trevor thinks it's a seven. We'll settle at seven. Sounds good. What's the overall yeah. for fucking we Neo? Seven on that. Yeah. Neo's high, bro. That's crazy. That is seven point three out of ten. And that's he good. deserves it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. All right, Sam. What is your no third? It better be a good one. You're lacking final, in the charts right now, boss. Final draft pick. You got that PDF of your social security card ready? I uh, am. Yeah. <laughs> final. <laughs> final draft pick of the sci-fi characters of all times. Now, I I want to preface everybody who's listening. This list is ginormous. We put together like a crazy amount for not only sci-fi but fantasy as well, which we'll do in another episode. But the sci-fi list alone is bonkers. I mean, we put everybody from, like, Doctor Who to a bunch of Star Wars characters. And Star Wars characters are kind of on the head. We could do Star Wars characters, but we kind of wanted to do... I feel like that's a whole episode. Yeah, there's just so many people in Star Wars. So, But, I mean, we got Marty McFly, like, Spock... You know, Predator. Officer K from Blade Runner. Xenomorph is definitely an honorable mention. We we put together a huge list, so I, we're gonna have some honorable mentions after the fact. But yeah, just understand that we know that there's so many different sci-fi characters that are so so cool. These are just our personal favorites. Um, so with that being said, the final draft pick for the first round or the third round of sci-fi characters is gonna be agent j from men in black oh All right. yes All right. will I, smith baby i was definitely between agent j and will sam for my third pick Ooh, yeah. boy you want to talk about a man who's got it all and this is this is the dude to take me to the next level right here this Not to is skip right to it but i think we might have found a 10 out of 10 riz on no. this list. <laughs> this is 10 out of 10 riz absolutely it's very close, if it's... not 10. All right, so we're going to go with prevalence in the story. <clears throat> okay. At the base, he's a cop, right? Now, what set him apart and why he's so critical to the story and why not everybody could have done what he does is because he thinks differently. So if you'll remember in recruiting time, he's pitted up against People in the army, people in the Marines, things like yeah. this. And he shoots the little girl holding like AP chemistry book or whatever. <clears throat> because instead of finding the aliens as fierce, he says, this, these, these guys are just going for a ride on the bike and it's two big ass aliens just riding a bike. This one's just chilling out, pumping, getting gains. And he's like doing pull-ups on the, the light post. Uh, it's the way that he thinks. And the way that he's able to catch the little details in his surroundings yeah. that set him apart and make him the perfect agent for Men right. Black. So prevalence in the story. Prevalence in the story is huge. He's pretty up there. He's got to be up there. Yeah, I mean, he it's he's got more he's screen time than anybody, right? He's iconic. a lot of the times he's saving Agent K. But you gotta right. remember, Agent K also was the one to be his guide, like 
Cortana and all that right. stuff. Right. No, and I, and I understand that. Agent K definitely yeah. helps him when it comes to adaptability and things like that. But it's as prevalent. far as prevalence of the story, I'm going to have to say probably an eight. I was also thinking eight out of ten for that. I think that's the highest it could go. Yeah, no more than eight out of ten. I don't think it could go below. But also, half. Um, yeah. I'll go so I think, I think I'm gonna go. Probably we'll do eight. We'll do eight. Okay, eight. eight. I was gonna go seven and a half, but I was just like, <clears throat> whatever. No, because the third movie was completely like. He is the main character, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. So give him an eight? We'll do an eight. Okay. And this Strength. is where he flops. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. He, so there's something to be said about the way he takes ass whoopings. All right. <laughs> the man. He's resilient. If is only, resilient. Yeah, if only resilience was in it. <laughs> right. If resilience so, was on here, then, you know. But the man's got a nine. <laughs> I think you could I, argue and, resilience is a strong quality to have in combat. It's for part sure. of power, it, is. Right? it is. It's got to be part of power, but don't don't sleep on him. Remember, that's definitely part of his power, but he's also a phenomenal shot. And don't forget, he took out a massive fucking alien worm that was running the subway tunnels in New York. Literally jumped on its back and blew it in half. Yeah. Like blew and, its brains out. And yeah, and relative <laughs> strength, you know, relative to the other agents. Yeah, but he's strength, crazy. I, I think I, Jay's cracked. Yeah, he's he is was built so and designed to be he's a fast. Melee. He'll throw a punch even if he can't land the actual like hit. You know, like he'll hit him like fuck that hurt. I want to give him like a seven. I was also thinking seven out of ten. I yeah. I could go I could go even higher. I mean, like you said, he's fast, but his stamina is crazy too. I mean, he he chased down a, a, a alien up like seventeen flights of stairs all the way to the roof after chasing him like straight. Clean I think that's more versatility, blocks. though. I don't think that's versatility more that's than more, it is I think endurance, its power. stamina. I think all of these I things are be included. Agility, those kinds of things are part of his fighting ability, right? And I guess the question would be. Like in comparison to the things he's fighting and the other agents, how much stronger is he than them? Right, and that I, and that's why he, he's he's not getting full marks because he is still just just a general human. Um, he's one I'm, damn good human. Yeah, I'm sticking so, to my seven though. My personal. What are you thinking? I'm still I'm still sticking to my seven. I think I'll I stick would to push seven. it to a seven point five. And I, I think that's reasonable. I, I think I'm okay settling on 7.5. I would push it just a, just a hair above, but that's just me. Now, Battle IQ, Intellect, and Skill. <laughs> this is where time after time he shines. Oh, absolutely. He yeah. is able to not only crack the case of the, the aliens everything pretty much <laughs> yeah literally every every investigative every work yeah investigative work is top yeah. tier he makes... is able to pick up on the small things he's able to crack riddles um like it's nothing uh he's incredibly decisive which i think is a characteristic we haven't seen yeah very much in some of the other picks you know he not only does he think quickly he acts very very quickly too 
which if he, you know, if he hesitated at all, I think his relative strength and power would take a hit. So I think those in combination with one another make him a very strong candidate for battle IQ. So we think, what, 8.5 battle IQ? Nine? I like 8.5. I'm thinking, like, yeah, 8.5. Okay. 8.5 battle IQ. Adaptability and versatility. It's huge, and then it's not. The yeah. only reason it's not is because yeah. he has a partner, a veteran, a seasoned veteran men in black agent with him yeah. during half of the time of a lot of the movies. Now, there's something to be said about when Jay, when K wasn't there and he went and brought K back. Yeah. That that's something to be said. He was able to to hold his own and to do his own thing, but at the very beginning, obviously, you become an agent and you start hunting down aliens you're you're going to be like a lost puppy <clears throat> but he was able to adapt now a big thing to be said about adaptability and versatility is finding out that there are aliens in the world <laughs> and so commonly aliens in the world would crack a lot of people mentally you would just you would just break a lot of people right but he was That's like a great point he wasn't like completely freaked out about it. Like he was just kind of like, "Whoa!" Like I didn't realize like this is what it looked like, you know? Right. So I think that's he, huge. Yeah, huge I think he resolved that inner conflict like very, very oh, quickly. Yeah. yeah. Compared so to I, what most people would. I'm thinking an eight for adaptability. I was thinking about seven and a half, eight. Yeah. And like in combat, the the being able to use and figure out, you know, what something's weakness is. I think he's very strong. Exactly. Too. Exactly. That too, that too. I'm thinking eight adaptability versatility. I think I think eight out of ten is reasonable for sure. Now we now move this. on. Uh, this, the is, Riz. This, this is what's gonna bad. fucking put him at the top. I'm yeah. I'm getting worried doing the math in my head on this now. The world this this the agent agent J was a sleeper, bro. I mean he Oh yeah. I almost picked he, him by the way, but I went I went Neo because that's was, and I had him written out because I, yeah. I was scared you were gonna take him. I really was going to, and I was like, man, as much as I want to do Agent K or Agent J, I was like, Neo goes fucking hard, bro. Neo is great pick, great pick. I got underestimated how J. great there is on Agent, Agent J was. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. I mean the man was was Mac. You got a ten out of ten on Riz. I'm gonna have to give it to fucking Agent J. I think I think he gets at minimum at minimum a nine and the only reason it's minimum a nine is nine, because sure. it's hard to riz because of the job you know they say that you can't really you have to yeah. leave all that behind but i'm not talking i'm talking like the banter his swag oh yeah he's got all the swag in the world he's got his the riz. Will yeah. the way like, he controls the room yeah. he absolutely the way he just, yeah, bro, talk he's got in the, the world riz, bro. yeah, yeah. He, like yeah. in what most of these other strong characters lack in being able to converse with women this man is a flirt this man is swagging both externally and internally he's oh, got yeah. it in every single way i think it's a 10 i think it's a tip i think he i'm just, gonna have to give I him a 10 on this think it might be a 10 yeah you gotta think like all like sci-fi characters right you've got uh you know han solo you've got freaking like all these dudes who are like you know they got the swagger they got like the banter when it comes down to it when you think about it at the end of the day agent j 
got more than it's anybody. Fucking Riz, bro. He, he got more than anybody. He is crazy. Like right. He commands a room. Yeah, he does. This Agent J was the pick. That's my that's my boy. Let's go. I think he may take me to the top, boys. I think he may. Um, he officially, Agent J officially blew every single other candidate out of the water. (laughs) The the true sleeper hit, sitting at an 8.4 out of 10. Classic sci-fi character, man. Money. Classic sci-fi character. But you know what? I want to throw this. like So, like, you got Master Chief, Jake, Sully, Sam Flynn, right? You got three humans, per se. I got Glenn Riddick, Neo, humans. This motherfucker goes, Optimus Prime, Optimus King, King Kong. Kong. <laughs> oh, with an Agent J. Wow. <laughs> telling you, tactically, I tactically. Sam just doesn't want to ever, like, lose, per se, you know? Oh, dude, he, he came swinging <laughs> hard at the wrong. end. Man. And the whole list is amazing. The whole list is amazing. You know, just... Yeah, we took a long time to put this list together. Like hours the night before, and then probably about an hour this morning trying to do this list. But Dude, I spent like two hours alone this morning just trying to yeah. like add on to it. I'm excited for the fantasy one. The fantasy one is going to be fucking wait. insane. That's where I will really have some strong opinion. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to... We're gonna get heated with the fantasy ones because I think we're all kind of more fantasy orientated rather than sci-fi orientated. Oh yeah. So it's gonna yeah, be it's two hours off. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one. All right. So Tucker, give us the final scores. Who I is getting am, their identity stolen? I am calculating now. Getting a a fucking brand new car bought in their name and credit and, and cards. We're, not, we're not actually doing that. We're, we're not actually doing that. Yeah, I know. Oh, Trevor, Trevor's getting a little nervous backing out of the bed, I see. He said, whoa, There's whoa, no whoa, bet. Whoa. <laughs> he said, I did not agree to do my social. You said we were going to rank and talk about them. And then Sam goes, whoever loses. Like, no, we never discussed that. No. Fuck. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. <laughs> What do we got? Final scores are in. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a 2023 sci-fi champion of the world. Overall, combined scores. Averaged out between all three of our picks. Samuel Overbay is victorious at a solid 7.5 out of 10. Let's go! Agent J is the absolute pick. Let's go. Gentlemen, I promise I'll share the jet skis I, I lease out in your game. We'll go out Congratulations. to the lake. We'll good, I we'll bow to the king, the victor. I want to say, I want to say, Trevor... I think most ingenuity up there. Both of you guys were were repping some pretty some pretty cool sleepers. Like if you would have told me that you were going Sam Flynn, I would have been like, right. And then Jake yeah. Soley was one I did not see, and you right. and also who performed well. 
Yeah. He did I mean, a lot, but I, I, my problem, I think, is I underestimated the weaknesses in some of my characters. Like, Master Chief same. on all levels is great until it comes to Riz and he fucking tanks. Yeah, Jake well, Sully, same. same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should have thought about that first. <laughs> but for sure, for sure. Uh, no, I think that uh, I, I love, I love the list. So, tr- to just a recap, Trevor went. Glenn Ree from Walking Dead, mm-hmm. Theo Riddick, and Neo. Phenomenal. Bangers. I went Optimus Solid Prime, pick. King Kong, and Agent J. And Tucker went Master Chief, Jake Soley from Avatar, and Sam Flynn from Tron. Great, great list of people. I like how none of us were like super on the head. I mean, you could call me super on the head. I was pretty... <laughs> you did too. That were Optimus Prime and King Kong are pretty but, but I think the sleeper hits performed a lot better than I would have expected compared to those on the head picks. Yeah, so... I think we did a really good job of gauging and rating in in relative, you know, in relativity to, to their universe and the stories so... that they maintain. I, I want to throw out the two of mine for honorable honorable mention, if we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Let's I, do I it. want to throw the two that I almost really went with, and it was Lando Calrissian, because the man's got the Riz. He has a closet of capes in his freaking ship, <laughs> you know, just capes. Oh, alone. that's true. Yeah. Um, and then Lilu from Fifth Element, bro. She. An amazing sci-fi character, man. If you don't know who yep. that is, go watch Fifth Element. She's the the lady with the red hair. Um, she is she crazy, is crazy hard ass. She's like clairvoyant and a super badass kung fu fighter. It's, it's yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, she's spectacular. And Fifth Element is probably one of the best sci-fi films ever made, in my opinion. Oh, it's a groundbreaking. Of, a lot of people's opinions, yep. you know. Yeah, but those it are definitely is. my two um, honorable mentions for sure. Oh, and probably Joe from Looper. That movie was amazing. Yep. Joe solid yeah. picks. My oh. one that I regret not picking, because I think it would have sent me to the top of the charts, is John Carter. I almost yeah. that him. man Dude, has it in John every Carter category. John Carter of Mars. He but, yeah. The true but, Martian. John Carter would have been, <laughs> been a really, really good. It pick. just it felt like a cop out though because he's basically the human version of superman just in the reverse you know yeah goes to he, another planet and is yeah, literally yeah. just all powerful yeah and he still gets thrown around though but yeah oh definitely yeah, I mean, superman, gets, superman gets thrown around too so well but, uh, john carter is definitely amazing yeah. john carter is really good pick <clears throat> all right ladies and gentlemen once again thanks so much for listening um i want to shout out Matt Elliott, who's our tattoo artist and our producer for the intro and the outro for these episodes. Phenomenal, phenomenal tattoo artist out here in the Nashville area in Murfreesboro. So please check him out on Instagram. I think it's Trevor. What is it? M underscore. M underscore E-L-L-I-O-T-T. Please hit him up if you're a tattoo fan or if you're a music fan. Uh, And we want to give a big shout out to to tucker as well tucker is one of our really good friends he will be back for the fantasy arc of of these of these episodes so 
I, I gotta say real quick uh first of all thank you for having me on it's uh it's a privilege i love what you guys are doing here and uh i really look forward to what you guys keep doing in the future man it's it's really awesome thank you sir thank you sir with, with that we come to an end longest episode yet a really good one i think i hope you guys enjoy hopefully the uh, fantasy one won't be two hours long <laughs> it probably will be though Love you all. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out, everyone. We love you. I would like to give a big shout out to our producer, a good buddy of ours, Matt. He helped us put together this beautiful intro of ours and this outro. He's a phenomenal tattoo artist and producer. You can find him on Instagram at em underscore ell. I-O-T-T. And ladies, he's single. Yeah. I've said it once, twice, a million times. Thank you so much, Anchor, for making this process uh, just as simple as it could possibly be. I mean, when I first got into this, it was scary. I was very worried about the upload process and even some of the editing in Anchor and Spotify just made it so, so easy. So once again... Guys, if you're thinking about doing this, pull the trigger. It's not as hard as you think it is, and it's so, so much fun. Thanks again for watching, everyone, and we'll see you next week.